0: I think my most favorite part about Chip Chats is half the time, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, and it's just as exciting for you as it is for me. It's kind of rude of me to think that like, you're just as excited to listen to me talking, but you know, I'm going to say if you're here, you're here for it. Um, Welcome. I just, guys, I have so much on my mind, so much I want to share and talk about. First and foremost, I have a sponsor that I want to share with you guys. And if you missed out on the sponsor that I shared a couple episodes ago, you can always go back and listen. It was on the most recent chip chat that I had. But at the same time, I also posted the code because I just really want you guys to support that company. And The company's name is Able, and you can do all the research and all the things you want by listening to the old podcast or going to my Instagram and checking it out. But today's sponsor is one of my favorites and something I just love to celebrate and be a part of, and that is The Good Newspaper. So... Actually, I listened to um, Sounds Good Podcast a long time ago. Like, started listening to it a long time ago. And the whole good, good for me never came from that. But it just has been cool. Like, I feel connected to them because his company, Brandon's company, is called Good, Good, Good Co. So, I'm just one less good than him. And I think that that's, like, a good place to be is, like, run under him because he's doing some good stuff. But I reached out to them, got a code for you guys. And what the good newspaper is, is pretty much that they just share good news all around. And then they give you ways to then like do one small step towards good news and sharing it. And then a second bigger step. And then a third, like grander step. And they're just really cool about like getting hands on and being really tactile. And I don't even know if tactile is the right word, but I'm trying to use big words, you know? Um, just in wanting to help you guys be hands-on and sharing good news in the world because there's just not enough of it. So I was so stoked to have older students last year. So I actually got a, pers- a prescription, <laughs> a subscription. Um, I had it for a year and it comes quarterly and then um, didn't have it, and then got it back when I became when I started teaching fifth and sixth grade because I started cutting out the different articles, and then the kids would read over them and like write summaries and different things like that. I loved it. I laminated all these new ones of the good newspaper um, of I think it was the second quarterly, the one that came over the summer, and was so stoked to have my fifth and sixth graders do it again. But then I got fourth and fifth grade, third, fourth, fifth, and so they weren't like old. Well, They can read, but it's just like stuff that may go over their head. Anyway, I love them and I love sharing it with my students. And I really want it to be something that I can bring in even if my kids can't read them independently. Anyway, that's a whole new thing. You guys should get on this train. What's so cool is it's like... I think that we don't get enough paper stuff anymore. Like we don't actually hold on to things physically where it's great to have everything on the internet but just having that physical paper is so fun. And so you get that quarterly, all the good news. Sometimes there's like a theme that goes with it. Sometimes there's more of like a phrase that goes with it. Just something that keeps them all together and ties all of the good news things together. So, so cool. And I would love for you guys to just dive in and support them and celebrate the good news with them so we got a code good good talks 15 because it's 15 percent off your first subscription and it's pretty cool so i'm just excited for you guys and excited for me to get on this as well which i'm just not realizing oh my gosh i can use these codes too what um and it's for one person only for one subscription As well as it goes until the end of the year. So this is perfect because you can even get it for somebody for Christmas. Like, I don't know, your mom or your brother. (laughs) I don't know. Anybody that you want. So the code again is good, good talks, 15, super stoked. That's the sponsor for today. Super excited. Let's get on to the show. All right, so what what are we talking about today? Great question. Tonight's, today's, this morning's, whenever you're listening to this podcast, is gonna encompass a bunch of different things. I feel like it's gonna be an unapologetically, I don't know what I'm doing, don't know what I'm doing with my life 2.0, because I'm still in that spot. <laughs> um, I mean, the podcast only went out a month before ago but at the same time I recorded it a few weeks before that so I feel like I'm really like ahead of it. But I just wanted to talk with you guys about a few things and I think it's going to be along those lines of just like I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I'm not really sorry about it. There's times where I can be really sad and I'm confused but what I think has been so cool is that I try to make plans and I try to, I don't know, just kind of get my hands around what my future is going to hold. And every time I do that, the Lord's like, yo, 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 like, you do know I've got something in store for you. Like you can plan, you can do stuff. It's just that kind of thing of like, the Lord's always laughing at your plans. Um, and there's things that like, sometimes the things you're planning can somehow still be within your future. It's just in a different way. But my thing is, guys, is I felt like in the last episode, the chip chat of unapologetically don't know what I'm doing with my life. I kind of talked to you guys about how I just don't know what teaching looks like. I don't know what I want to do. And the more I study the Bible, the more I just adore it and want to dive into that. Um, But what I have found by leaning into not knowing what I'm doing is I'm learning so much more about myself, which is insane. Of like, you ever feel like you've like learned as much as you can about yourself and then you just keep learning? And you're like, what? I didn't know I was this complex of a person. <laughs> um, could just be me, because I'm a girl and girls I feel like are very complex, but any who, through just my learning, I've just found and been praying about what my spiritual gifts are. And um because I don't really understand what those are Um, it's been hard for me to pinpoint exactly, um, because like my title is a teacher, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, obviously my spiritual gift is teaching, but I'm like, but I'm not teaching the word. Like, I don't know what that means. Um, but really it is my spiritual gift is teaching and it doesn't mean that I have to be a teacher in a classroom. I'm just realizing that I'm naturally, a teacher and when it comes to the word and when it comes to teaching about Jesus like something just erupts in me and so I'm not sure if I shared on the last chip chat about a time that over the summer I got to share on the book of Ruth and did like so much studying on it like I um, found a not a documentary oh my goodness I can't think of the word Anyway, I found like a book describing the book of Ruth and different things like that. I'm so mad I can't think of the name. Anyway, did all these things and I got up and spoke and was nervous and it was really hard and it was way longer than I should have. But I felt like I was on cloud nine, like it was the best thing ever. And I feel very similarly whenever I am actually teaching and I know what I'm teaching in the classroom. And so I just really have felt like I have been leaning into teaching in the classroom because that's what my degree was when really it's like okay I may not want to do that and that's okay but still that's it's helped me grow and refine and really figure out that teaching is my thing and something I want to lean into and so that's been one thing I've learned through leaning into this idea that I don't know what I'm doing and what's even scarier is that I still I think I still want to be in the classroom and it's like confusing to me and what I want to share with you guys is that and if I could give any advice maybe it's not advice it's just like where I'm at <laughs> um but plans change and things are going to change and your dreams are going to change and that's okay um, and I think that there's so many things that I try to hold on to of like I said I was gonna do this, I said I was gonna be this. So if I don't do that, then I I'm a failure. Or I just I don't hold my word, like I'm not truthful. And my personality is all about that of wanting to hold on to the truth and wanting to be committed the way that I say I'm gonna be committed. And so giving up, quote unquote, and not doing what I said I was gonna do is the most difficult thing for me when Yes, your words mean something, right? Like your words will always hold something. But at the same time, life is a process and it's growth. And every day you're going to figure out something new about yourself or somebody else or their world. And that means things, ideas, dreams, things are going to change. And that's okay. So right now, where I was almost two months ago, has completely changed of my plan and what I've wanted to do. And I'm positive it's going to change in the next month or the next two months or the next three months. And it's not because I don't know what I want and I'm so all over the place. I think, no, it's because I do know what I want and I'm striving for that. And I'm leaning into the unknown and really asking the Lord to make it super apparent to me where and what I should be doing. And so I just want my weird, crazy mess of a journey to be encouragement to you, Um, especially if you're younger than me. So I'm 25 and I had to tell you guys the story. I was sitting in a coffee shop last weekend and I heard this girl, I just overheard her talking to her friend. She's like, sometimes I just don't know like what I'm doing with my life, like where I'm going, blah, blah. And I'm 19. Like, I got to remind myself I'm 19. And I'm over here cringing. I'm like, yes, you're 19. <laughs> like, you aren't going to know what you're doing. And I promise you six years from now, you're still not going to know. Maybe you'll have a little bit more understanding, but you're still not going to know everything. And it's rare you're like the 1.2% that may actually be in your dream job by 24. But it just made me like want to shout from the rooftops, if you feel like whether you're 18 or 26 or 35, especially if you're 18 or younger, like, and you feel like you don't know what you're doing and you're confused and you're trying to figure it out, you're exactly where you need to be. And that goes with, for everybody, like I said, it goes for myself of wherever you're at, You're always growing, you're always learning, and things are always going to be changing. And there's going to be constants, there's going to be truths through it all. And the only truth that I really know is that the Lord's super faithful, He's super good, and that Jesus died on the cross. And that's like kind of the only thing I can lean on these days. And with that comes entrusting that this thing that I wanted, or this thing that I thought I had, or this way that I thought this was going to go is going to be different or it's okay if it's going to be different or goes differently because the Lord is good, because he is faithful and because he created me and wants the best for me. And it's the same for each of you. And what I just love about these chip chats, like I said at the beginning, is I know what I'm going to talk about and it's just fun to be able to have things like this. Like I had no idea I was going to say this. But I did share on, like, kind of going a different way right now. Um, I did share on my Instagram, like, Instagram TV about antidepressants and how I've been on those for almost four years. Um, and I said I was going to share it on the podcast. And I I mean, I have, I'm 13 minutes in, so I've got plenty of time to keep talking about it with you guys. But um, I wanted to kind of make it part of... The thing that I don't know what I'm doing. Um, And for some reason tears are starting. I don't know why. So just bear with me. (laughs) Um, But sometimes it can be really scary when you rely on something. Or when especially before medication ever comes into anything. um, It's really scary when your body's doing something that you don't know what it's doing. Whether it's a medical thing. um, Or whether it's some kind of like with my kids learning disabilities come to me of like there's going to be things that we falter in but then there's also things like anxiety, depression and all the things that come with it that are just so scary and so debilitating um that I would never wish on my worst enemy to have or to feel um and I just want you to know wherever you're at in your story or your journey you're not alone in it and The one great thing about Instagram and social media is that we're able to talk more and share more about how we're not alone in different things. And the mental health journey is something that has kind of been this hot topic of you're not alone, you need to get help, all those things, which are all true, and I'm not talking that down. But I don't want you to miss those truths of wherever you're at, whatever you're walking through, it's... Probably really hard, or it's probably really confusing, and um when medication comes into that, when trying to figure out answers are where you are, which is most of the time, right like you're trying to figure out answers, it's scary when things don't work, and it's scary when you have to just give up complete control in it and um, I just want you guys to know that I fought it for about almost a year getting on medication and, um, I went a different way. And if you're a boy listening to this, I'm sorry, but it's not really a big deal. I went on birth control to kind of chill out my hormones and it chilled me out too much, um, to where when I got off them, I kind of went on another like depression, even on my anxiety medication. Um, but it took a good chunk. And even when it was in me and working, I still was working through hard stuff. And even when I got back to myself, it didn't make life that much easier. All that it did do, and what I know I'm so thankful for and why I would never go back, is that I'm completely and fully myself now and I know that. Um, And the reason that I brought it up on my Instagram TV, which is so funny to say, um, a couple days ago was because I'm unintentionally... I stopped taking my medication more because I was like really lazy in the morning and just running late to work and things and I think my roommate's coming in. Yeah, she is. Pause one second. Okay, I'm back. Had to move to my room, but everything's good. So the sound may be a little different. Um, The reason that I was talking about it on my Instagram was because I would unintentionally forgot I was running late in the morning and, oh, this is what I was saying. Whenever I have to take the, the pills, I have to do them one at a time, which probably takes what, like 30 seconds, but it feels like the world is just slowing, like it's taking forever. So I just wouldn't do it. And then I ran out of them. So I was off of them for almost a month and really kind of felt the effects of it. And it scared the crap out of me because I was like, well, I kind of always wanted to go see if I could go off of them. But that's first of all, not the way to go off your medication. You're supposed to like, you never do cold turkey. I've done that twice now. So the first time, same kind of reactions. I had horrible anxiety. Um, well, not horrible, but it just was like, things were intense and my, I was feeling a lot of things. Um, and so I just got my medication finally that day and was like, you know what? I'm just going to share about it, but more for you guys and more for those of you that are listening, like it's okay if you're on it, it's okay if you need it. And I can be honest and I don't want to be on it the rest of my life. Like I, there is this idea of like, I don't want to have to rely on something else. But then there's also this thing of our broken world and that there's going to be things in our bodies that we can't fix. Like there's going to be things, our bodies are broken and it's not going to be able to create different things. It's just like if you're a diabetic and you need insulin, or it's just like if you're low on iron or something like that. Like the chemicals in my brain are not doing what they're supposed to be doing when it comes to. Creating those happy feelings and shutting out the lies and being able to do that. So I just know with the way society and culture is right now, I have kids, guys, that are in fourth and fifth grade with debilitating anxiety. And yes, it can be part of their learning disability, but also like It is our world that we live in, the pressures that we're putting on each other, and it's just horrible, and I hate it, and I wish I could change it, and I wish I didn't have to walk through it, I wish you didn't have to walk through it, but if anything, we have to get the help and take the help that's given to us, as well as then surround ourselves with the people that we know are going to lift us up, Um, and I just want to brag on my friends that probably won't even listen to this, which is fine, because they know all the words that I say on here anyway, I talk with them enough, but... I had my roommate, she, like, just just talking about community and people surrounding you and knowing what you need and loving you through it. Um, I wasn't going to be able to afford to go home for Christmas. And my roommate so lovingly gave me a gift to be able to buy one of my plane tickets. And after I told some of my other friends about it, they were like, oh my gosh, Steph, like, if you ever need help, please ask. Like, I love you. I want to do that for you. And then another friend said, yeah, me and my husband were talking and we, we like, we, there's no, we could not not let you go home for Christmas. It just was get those people around you. Like, I don't understand how I have them or how I deserve them, but you deserve them just as much as I do. <laughs> and, um, that community takes work and it's taken three years for me to get those kind of people. Well, not three years of my life, but, um, like to build that relationship with them. So it takes time. But those are my people that I'm able to text when I'm feeling really anxious. Those are my people that can bring me back to the truth and always point me back to the Lord. So if I can do anything for you guys in this unapologetically don't know what I'm doing 2.0, it's, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know what I'm doing and the fact that I'm taking my medicine and I'm doing it every day and I'm okay with that. And you should be okay with it too because it's just the way life is. Okay, I want to end this on... A verse that is just kind of hit me while studying it the last this morning and then right before this podcast recording, actually. And it is very simple Psalm 19, 9a, because it's just the first part of it. And it is The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. And I just have always wondered what the fear of the Lord means. I was listening to like a little podcast thing that was talking about it. And I was like, ah, but fear of the Lord. Like, I feel like I'm just hearing that. Like, you know, those things you just keep hearing. You're like, okay, if I God, I'll like look at it. <laughs> um, but it's this idea connecting it to, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what my future holds is I looked to the word fear and then kind of broke it apart into what different words meant in it. And, I kinda got to this and I'm opening my journal to know what I'm talking about. Um, that the fear is profound reverence and awe, wonder, deep respect, deep admiration, surprise toward God. And so having that toward the toward the Lord, toward the Lord, toward the Lord is pure. But then another translation says clean or twenty-four karat gold endures uh, forever. Like that feeling leaning into him and seeing him that way lasts forever um and it just when you step back and you're able to see God in that light of like oh my gosh, in reverence of him and in awe of him and in wonder of him, how can I not trust my future with him? How can I not be happy and joyful and just present every day? knowing that this God, my God, Lord Yahweh, the ever self-existent eternal God has it in his hands, like holds my future in his hands. So I just wanted to end this podcast on, I just love being able to use this platform and talking about Jesus and, um, really bringing his word in truth and not just my words to it. Um, But I just challenge you to figure out what the fear of the Lord looks for you. Like, what do you need to be fearing the Lord in? What are some things that you just need to be laying at His feet? And um, if you don't know what you're doing as much as me, (laughs) you're on the right track. If it's more than me, shoot. You're, like, way ahead. (laughs) Um, And know that you're not alone. So... Love you guys. Don't forget about the code for good, good, good news. Good, 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 good. Just good newspaper, but it's good, good, good co. <laughs> and <laughs> the um, code is good, good talks 15. How many times can I say good? You should go back and count it and I will give you lots of hearts on Instagram if you get it right. More if you count it. That's going to be more than me. I'm not going to go back and count. Okay. You guys are great. love this place with you and please connect, share, do all the things I want to hear from you. We'll talk to you soon.